Hello and welcome to Gentle Touch. This podcast is a place where people can learn, discover and upscale mentally, spiritually and emotionally. This show is all about breakthroughs so get ready for some good vibes, realness and lots of information. You will be joined by me, your podcast host Alejandra Castro. Some of the shows will be just me and other shows will have guests open up new perspectives and views. My passion is to inspire and educate people who feel stuck. I will show you ways you can improve your overall health by sharing powerful tools that you can implement into your daily life. Let's get started. In today's episode, we have Saber. She has an amazing journey. Like I've written notes and I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to get her on the show. So mom died from an opiate overdose. You have been on your 14th foster home growing up. You then went to work at KFC. And then from there, the goal was to become a plastic surgeon. You quit everything. You went to live in a van. You you traveled. You've now built your six, your six-figure CEO. You're now living your dream life. We, she she quit college. She then started um, a business selling witchy things. She did like 26 festivals. And now she's now a six-figure CEO. Sabre, tell me about your journey. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. Like hearing it, all the synopsis, everything from like the 14 foster homes and KFC and everything. Oh my gosh, so wild. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm super, super excited to share about my journey. Yeah, I really feel like you know, at this day and age with where we're at in the world, that it's just so important to really live a fully empowered life in all areas of life, you know, and I started my entrepreneurship journey in 2014, because I actually had my first taste of freedom when a drunk driver hit my car while it was parked. Nobody got hurt, thankfully. But I had a settlement of $9,000. And that was the most money I had ever seen in my life. I was like fresh out of foster care. You know, I didn't have have the support financially throughout my whole entire life. So I was like, wow, what am I going to do with this? I'm so grateful that instead of getting another car, I went to get a ticket to go to Costa Rica. I went to this event called Envision. I was there for five weeks. And that was actually when I was first exposed to people who weren't even worried about when they were coming back because they weren't living traditional lives, you know, that that was like the first time I saw people who were very nomadic, they were teaching retreats, they were doing workshops, they had their art, they were performing, they were, yeah, living this, this freeing lifestyle, much more free than I ever knew traditionally, right, than most of us grew up for. So (laughs) coming back from that, you know, your life I realized everything that I was working towards was really not for me and not actually what I really wanted. Right. So I can't imagine where my life would be trying to go to medical school for, I was about to go to medical school for about 10 years and do that whole thing. I wanted to do plastic surgery because I really wanted to help people. I wanted to do cleft palates, like help kids with cleft palates and burn victims and travel and do it that way. But I realized that that wasn't really going to be, I mean, first of all, I don't like blood. (laughs) I was like, well, that's not going to work out very well. And it just had me realize what the life that I was really creating wasn't actually my idea. And having been exposed to all these people who had their own radical ideas and actually went for it. That was my first logical thought was, okay, I love art. I love making art. So why don't I create a business out of my art? And At the time, 
I decided I wasn't going to be working a regular job to do that and uh, didn't want to go to school anymore. So I dropped out of both at the same time with no real plan other than going to live in a van so I can use the money that I did have sort of saved up and just try and figure it out with my art. And I did go to 26 events in one year, one year. (laughs) It was my third year actually like doing this this lifestyle of going and traveling and doing my art, doing all those things I saw people doing way back then in Costa Rica. And I was doing it. I was finally doing it. But I was just also really, really burnt out because yeah. I was working a lot. And that's actually when the online space and like actually being a content creator, which is now what I do, really got brought to my attention. I knew that I eventually have always wanted to go online. I'm sure lots of listeners are probably thinking, yeah, I've always wanted to make money online, but it's just so many ways to do it and so many ways to start. It's kind of one of those things that I'll I'll get to it eventually, right? That's kind of where I was at with it. But, you know, for me, it really came to a point where I was three years in of making lots of art, working 80 hours a week and really like pushing so much time, energy, money into like making this dream happen. But I was still living in a vehicle. I was living in a bus. It was a bigger vehicle. It was pretty cool. And having a home and having space and security and being able to be location free and being in my creative expression I kind of just had a wake up call of why am I not allowing myself to live a life where I have all of that at the same time? Because when I dropped out of school and went to go turn my passions to art, I kind of was just like, okay, well, I'm not really going to be set up financially because I'm not going the traditional route. So I might as well be an artist. You know, that's what a lot of people, I've seen so many people doing that. They're like, well, I'm in my passion life, my passion business. So this is great. I'm happy. I don't need money. Yet we struggle. I was struggling. I was totally struggling. So I had to just make a decision to do something different. So yeah, that's when the online space came to me. I found an automated high ticket affiliate marketing model that really allowed me to actually take my content of whatever it is that I'm passionate about and really share that. And there's so many facets of who we are as individuals, you know, like I'm not just an artist, right? I'm also, I had an eating disorder for 16 years that I healed. Wow. I had a wild time in foster care. You know, I grew up with a mom with addiction and there's a lot of parts of my, my journey that now I actually get to share so people can actually not just see highlight reels of things, but also be like the real rawness of humanness. And I love the opportunities that we have in social media to really reach a broad audience to really share our story because I see it as this virtual stage to really be like be ourselves and our fullest expression so that's what I stepped into at the beginning of 2020 and ironically I didn't anticipate a pandemic happening either so all of a sudden there were no events for me to vend out anyway so I was like well this was good timing (laughs) I made a good decision there and yeah, I never looked back. Like I, I truly like to this day, I'm still an artist, but I more love to support artists. I used to make things just like this actually. And now I just buy them from other artists. And I do, I do dance. I focus on my dance a lot more these days. <sighs> I really just come to my passions and my art from that place of like not needing to do it as yeah. a business, but it's like I get to do it and I get to 
share on social media and also empowering people that there are other ways of doing life and doing business because yeah yeah now today like I have a whole thousand square foot place all to myself 75 percent of it is actually a tax write-off because there's dance studio and content yeah. creation room yeah, and yeah, yeah. thing and um yeah I just spoke on stage in Australia because I'm yeah. one of the in my company so that was really really amazing to like go and travel again but have it actually be a tax write-off not have to worry about when I'm coming people did back then but the only difference was I wasn't hustling the whole time I was there having fun creating content doing photo shoots doing video shoots and um yeah it's such such a different life it's such a different life. And I'm really, really excited because where we're at today, yeah. the world is changing. The cost mm-hmm. of living is rising, all yeah, these yeah. things. So I really feel like I'm in a place of being of deep service, of really sharing with people how to have ultimate freedom in all areas of their life, you know? I love it. Say, but knowing, knowing where you are now, like, like you say, you have the space now, right? You was living from a van traveling. So now you have this space. You now have the write off because it goes as, um, it's going straight into the company. We have dance studios, content creation. So it's seen as your work, right? Regardless of whatever you do, the trip to Australia, you're having fun as well. It's your passion. Knowing from where you are now, from where you had, you was working at the festivals, you were still grinding, you had to be present. What have you had to learn? So we've got the tax because once we get to that level where we're earning, we need to learn about tax. We need to learn about accountants. We need to learn about certain things. What has been your journey? Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh, when you say that, it makes me remember. Well, now I have an accountant and I have a bookkeeper. Thank God, because seriously... (laughs) When I was working 80 hours a week, like I was making art and then I would put lots of money to these booths. Hopefully I would make break even, right? And then I would be setting up and everything and then have to recover from the event, but then make more inventory before. It was like this endless thing. So thinking about taxes, like in that kind of model, this is another thing too, was like the sustainability. That was the big key thing that I learned is like our passions are amazing and we totally need to be earning from our passions for sure but what I recognize is that having sustainable ways of creating an income is is a non-negotiable it is a non-negotiable because what I really found in that rate was like there was no time for anything else except for my business let alone trying to think about taxes and inventory and like write-offs especially with when you're actually making your own art yeah it's like, <laughs> there's all of these tiny nuances. And that was a really, really big wake up call was just looking at like, the vehicle that I'm actually using to create an income. It yeah. gets to be creative and passionate. And it also needs to be sustainable. So I watched some people who did great at vending, but they yeah. didn't make their own stuff. I was like, got it. And then there were some people who still did make their own stuff. But that wasn't just what they did, right? Because they had they had other ways of making an income that they didn't have to rely on that like I was. So that's really like the biggest wake up call that I had was really paying attention to the sustainability of my business. I mean, that being said, it really created a lot of discipline that I recognized I really needed to be a successful entrepreneur, you know, like I, yeah. I was wearing all the hats. So I learned 
a lot of different skill sets and also kind of got to understand the value of having other people do those things <laughs> and outsourcing and delegating and automating mm-hmm. and and being able to to have those things done for me so I can really focus on my genius zone, which really goes back to the sustainability piece because when you're in your genius zone, sure, there's a lot of things in entrepreneurship that we might like to do or that we're good at, but really what we need to be focusing on or what we get to be focusing on as, as entrepreneurs is the things that we are excellent at and that are really, really like what we truly, truly love. And we can't always do that right away when we start a business, right? But the end goal is to like really just be in your genius zone and anything that someone can do for you, you get to outsource that. Like I don't cook or clean or anything like that anymore because I'm like, well, someone else can do that. Someone else can't receive a massage for me, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or someone else can't be my voice on social media, but somebody else can Mm -hmm. repurpose and do these other things. So yeah, I think the overarching theme here is like sustainability and really paying attention to the the long term of, of having a business so we can actually you know, we get into a business because a lot of people want to live a more free lifestyle like I did at the very beginning, but we really need to make sure that we have things set up in a way where we can do that. Knowing, I, I love the point that you said about the sustainability, right? Because I saw one of your posts, like it got to a point where you're struggling, it's you and your partner, you're discussing about a rent, paying halves and halves on rent. How do we know because sometimes we are so caught up in our business in our startup that we're so passionate right for the person that is in that phase how do they know it's not being sustainable well looking at the time that you have available you know like how do you actually feel because it really doesn't matter how much money you make or how much your business is growing but if you don't feel good then what's the point right if you're if your health is not a priority if you're in a relationship and like you don't have that priority of romance and connection your sensuality yeah. together your self-care your community you know there's all of these other areas in our life that are so key and I think especially for Americans we tend to have our life support our yeah. business rather than our business supporting our life <laughs> and oh, that's man. that that is it's conditioning you know we've been totally conditioned with the way the school system is and trading our time for money in these traditional jobs where it's like clock in and it doesn't matter if you're sick or whatever it's like you better come in anyway or you'll lose your job so yeah I think it's really just just kind of reading yourself this has been a really helpful thing for me it comes from Tony Robbins the wheel of life where he talks about all these areas, right? Your financial, your career, your spirituality, your health, your relationships, and really rating yourself on a scale of one to 10 of where you feel like you are 10 being thriving and zero being like, you know, declining, like there's no, there's nothing, no energy going towards that. And I think that's really where we need to pay attention to. And that's where having the outsourcing and having automation, having business models that really allow you to, to have those needs being able to be met. Cause there's so much that we need to do as human beings, right? It's like, I'm realizing now that I'm outsourcing so much one hour, the average American cooks 
about one hour a day. So that's 365 hours a, a year, right? Yeah. Which waking hours is about a month of our life or yeah. sorry, not yeah. month, of our, month of our year. Yeah. Waking hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just one hour. So there's all of these things that one wakes up, especially if people have kids, right? You wake up, you make food, you're, you're getting yourself ready. Yeah. You're, you make up, you're doing makeup, you're working on your business, you're going to work, you're <laughs> having your relationship, you're trying to build community. So it's, it's really fascinating when you really break down the time that we invest in different things. And if we are doing all of that, it's just not sustainable, right? We actually can't wear all the hats as much as sometimes I think our ego likes to make us feel like we're in control or no one can do it better than we can. Oh my gosh, I had that pretty hardcore in my whole entrepreneurship journey of like kind of being nervous to hire someone because I felt like no one can do it as good as me, but somebody else has got to do it. Otherwise I'm never going to get break. Right. Yeah, exactly. I love it for the person that may not understand what does it mean to be in alignment with your soul? Oh, I love this question. I love this question. I think really getting clear on your values is super important. Yeah. And there was a really cool exercise that I did. I'm sure you can Google and find all kinds of questions like these, but it's, here's a few di different ones. It's like, what do you always spend your money on? Right? Like, like even where you don't feel like, like money's tight, what do you yeah. always tend to spend money on? Like my cat, you know, I always end up having yeah, money yeah, for my yeah. cat. I always end up having I always end up having clothes. I always end up having food. I always, I spend, I invest my money on, on personal development, and coaching, yeah. things like that. So it's like looking at where you spend your time, energy, and money, even when you feel like you don't have either of yeah. those. And then you can write, write all of that down. And the ones that keep popping up, like the words that keep popping up yeah. on your values. Right. So I always think of like, my and that's what our personal brand is too, right? Our personal brand is kind of like it's just our values. It's not a particular niche. It's really just our values. So my yeah. values are health and community, creativity, definitely just entrepreneurship, like yeah. really living yeah. my life on my terms. And when I'm not in alignment with that, right, that's like, maybe I'm not exercising every day, or maybe I'm not going out and spending time with community yeah. and I'm spending too much time in the doing. Maybe I'm not, yeah, going out and dancing or whatever it is. That's what I know. If I'm not really living out my values, then there's something missing there, right? I love, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the main thing is like really getting clear on your values and, and making sure that you are actually having that whether it's every day or every week however it's kind of structured but the consistency of that I love it because once you once you write this down once you look into it things will start to branch out and things will start flowing so you'll realize okay this is the focal point and this from this stems this and this is what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not willing to accept where we're going to go down where we're not where does our boundaries like so I love it I love I love your journey and I love the transformation of it because in our journey is the lessons and what we how we have evolved to be where we are now and from the point I love um 
your journey from from make from where you were before to working with the festivals, from working in KFC, from working as a caregiver to now making twenty five k a month. How has how have you evolved? How has things changed? The responsibilities and you as a person. Oh my gosh, I love this question too, especially walking into twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the for for the business I'm in now, it's I just crossed finished off my third year, so it's really cool looking at the compounding growth and like seeing like photos and videos when I very very first started, right? And to me, money is just a reflection of our own personal transformation and the way that we relate to the world. Wow. Because it's really a lot of worthiness stuff. And whether we think we can or we can't, we are right. And, you know, courage, somebody can be as courageous enough as their own belief in themselves is, right? So the... Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'm like, say that for because what you said is very, very deep. How can we break it down for someone that's like, what did she just what does that even mean? Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's very deep. So for the person that is not on your level, for the person that is not vibing on your same energy, won't even understand what you just said. <laughs> well, I was about to say is like each leap that I've taken when I look back at my life is you know, it's definitely a leap being bounced yeah. around different foster yeah. kids, right? It was like, I had to just be like, all right, I'm yeah. surrendering and just trust. And I had so much resistance when I had my first foster home and like so many things came up and then I'd have to go to a different one. And then it was like all this resistance, but I really started to kind of learn to enjoy the ride and like really be grateful of all the challenges afterwards. Right. Cause I could have easily looked back at all of the things that had happened or a lot of things that happened. And I could have easily had that as a story of why I can't do things. And I started to, I for sure started to, but you know, it was really surrounding myself with podcasts like this or different books the first book I read that completely changed my life oh my gosh it's called Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziosi and ironically I found this business like really a couple months after I read that book and he was just changing my world right so it's like we have to really start to to learn these different things because we start to think differently and we start to perceive the world differently and that way we're actually starting to like give ourselves permission. It's like a little bit more permission of permission of permission. And they say money doesn't buy happiness, but what money does buy is choice, right? Yes. Yes. Options. Yes. Options and choice to really like follow our intuition. You know, if you feel like you want to take a breath work facilitation program, you do it. If you see a retreat that really rings true to have the choice to do that. If you've always wanted to go, to a country because you have roots there that you have the ability to do that. And it's like, you get to really become more of yourself. So that's really my big why, because, you know, my mom, when she passed from opiates, she had, um, oh man, this woman was like a prodigy. She literally could dance amazingly. She won weightlifting competitions as a bodybuilder. She could work on cars. She built computers. She could build houses. She was super she could play every instrument you could ever think of 
she sang like an angel. She was gorgeous. She was really smart. <laughs> but she struggled with addiction so yeah, yeah, hard yeah. because she didn't have the community, right? She didn't have the, the resources and the environment and the, the uh, for lack of a better word, proximity, like being around people who thought in a more empowering way. So, yeah, I saw a lot of unfulfilled life there, right? So that's really where my big why comes from. And stepping into a place where I'm learning to heal my relationship with money, like I don't believe it's ever done, ever, because there's always a new level for us. But I recognize that with this relationship with money and our outer world, it's just simply that everything is a relationship. You know, like our relationship to food, our yeah. relationship to technology, our relationship to our partners, ourselves, our, you know, how we keep our home, our money, everything. Everything is a relationship. So why would money be any different than any of this? Mm. I remember this one question that was really powerful. It was like, when I first started going on this journey, it was what if you treated money like you treated, or sorry, what if you treated your loved one, say your spouse or your yes, kid, yes. Or your, the way you did your money right now? Would that be a healthy relationship? Or would that person say you and be like, yeah, 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 or, yeah. and just wouldn't be around in your life? And that was really, really powerful to hear and made me kind of realize that everything is a relationship and we really get to choose how we are reacting or responding to it all. So with the healing of my relationship with money, it was really looking at what I have been taught about money, right? Like I grew up with a mom that was on government money and cause she was not really fulfilling herself yeah. in her life, all her different passions. We were yeah. eating peanut butter for breakfast most of the time you know so um I definitely didn't grow up with money and I was always taught that money is hard to come by um people with money are greedy or evil right money yeah. is all evil there's so many of these stories yet it's something that we need to do everything in our lives and people are like trying to pull it in with one hand and yeah. push it yeah, yeah. Other with these with these stories so I had to just get radically honest with what I have created because I'm telling myself these stories and there's lots of revealing of how I've been conditioned it goes so deep right there's so many layers to this there's actually another really great book um, that really helped me with my perception of money it's called you are a badass at making money by Jen Shinchero five people have have mentioned it on the podcast they absolutely love okay. it yeah, that's a really good one. There's another one called Busting Loose from the Money Game from Robert Scheinfeld. That one's more like, it's really cool because that one's very much about, you know, with quantum physics and how we yeah. create reality, oh. all that stuff too, kind of simultaneously when I started working on my money story and really yeah. that, how everything is energy and manifestation, all these pieces. So I think there's like the, there's the physical Right. And there's also the spiritual part of this relationship with money that I really started to unpack and unpack and unravel. And 
you know, when I had my first $25,000 month, it was probably like 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 months yeah. <laughs> into my business. 15 minutes would have been great, but 15 <laughs> months into my business. And I like, I was, my nervous system and everything was honestly kind of shocked because I was like, that's how much, like that year, 2019, when I went to 26 festivals and hustled, 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 hustled. I came out after that year with like just under 30 grand that I was going to just reinvest into my business. I saw that happen in one month. I I didn't even have a $5,000 month before that, which was crazy. So it just went from like zero to hero, like real quick. And I remember just like crying tears of gratitude and also kind of having these words come out of my mouth, like, I can't believe it. Wow, I'm so blown away. And one of my mentors was saying, stop telling yourself that you can't believe it because you're acting like the, you just saw a unicorn. So you're yeah, telling yeah, your yeah, subconscious yeah. that this is not normal. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I had to, I, my mentor was telling me to like really, really sit in that and really like pay attention to how that yeah. feels. I really like give myself permission to tell myself that this is my new normal and like really learn to claim that and to claim that as my worthiness. And actually I didn't have another 25 K month for about, yeah, for, for over a year, like my income went like this because I was trying to get my consciousness, my mindset to catch up with that being my normal, but I had Oh, 15k months and then zero dollar month, 6k months, 10k months, zero dollar. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And I want, I've heard of a lot of people doing this as well in their, in their relationship with money. And I really just see it as like looking at who I've become from then to now. It was really so much tied to my worthiness. And how much I, my, my mindset is really like allowing me to even see that as possible and, and really claim that for lack of a better word. Right. And one other factor in it was I actually separated with my partner back in May this year. We were together for almost five years and we. Completely. Are you on and off or completely? Completely. Yeah. Okay. We're really good friends still, but um, yeah, we went separate ways because things were just, they weren't aligning. And this was like, I wasn't really aligned with particular values of mine and neither was he because we wanted different things. We were trying to make it work together. So this is, (laughs) this was wild. So we separated and then all of a sudden I had a $40,000 a month. All of a sudden, I had a $40,000 month. And I was literally at a point where I felt like I was being slingshotted with finances and my emotional well being, everything, right? My heart. Saber, Saber, yeah, I was was in a relationship. And as soon as I let go, my income tripled. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know. And ever since then, ever since then, I've had $20,000, $25,000 plus months. It's been seven months now and I'm just like wow and it, it, it gets to a point where 
like say when that happened and I I wasn't even making as much as I was making when I was with the individual I'm just like okay it's, it's okay like I'm not gonna go back you know yeah. I've made I've made peace with that and I know this is a way of the universe telling me it's okay and you're doing well and you're on the right path so for me it was a bit of healing and a sense of peace like this is how far you have come and if you go back you're not learning the lessons and we're going to lower your income because all you're going to do is auto destroy because I was in a toxic relationship so that was my situation for me but it just goes to show how the universe will reflect and your money will impact and the way we feel and the way we behave yeah absolutely it makes me think about the book uh have you ever heard of the book the big leap by gay hendrickson I've, I've heard of it i haven't read it so that one's really good i always forget if it's gary or gay hendrickson i need to relook it up so i can remember because i've said this multiple times in the past couple of weeks because it's been a big topic of conversation with a lot of the women that i'm working yeah. with because letting them know like you know some of them have these big audacious goals but they have yeah. like different belief patterns and really, really working to allow them to, to see the, these limiting belief patterns yeah. as not, not their reality, but it yeah. helps to kind of understand how self-sabotage works because that's where he talks about the upper limit in that book, where we have a limit that our subconscious feels good, right? Like if you grew up in a place like where I did, where it didn't feel good at all, yeah. right? Like I didn't have very it was in survival mode for so long my nervous system was so used to surviving that the moment things feel like thriving it actually feels unsafe yeah it feels unsafe and so our work to heal our relationship with everything including money because it's all the same is expanding how good we are actually able to feel and able to receive and able to grant ourselves permission so it's so interesting because he talks about how when people are about to have these big breakthroughs, like they have this glass ceiling we talk about, right? Where it's like, it's like you see what you want, but then you're like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. getting up above that. And then our subconscious likes to self-sabotage because it likes to keep us safe. So that's 100%. why we'll get sick before I got sick before I spoke on stage in Australia. And I had a couple mental breakdowns and I was just like, just all of these things. And it was, it was absolutely hilarious because I spoke on stage for 10 minutes and I put my my subconscious put myself through the ringer for about a month yeah yeah yeah. I was like wow it's like what was I making that mean I was like you know my subconscious was really trying to keep me sick people will get sick they'll start arguments with their partners for no reason yeah 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 yeah. they'll have injuries sometimes car accidents fall off on habits not do the things that they know they are needing to do to make those whatever big project or big event that's coming up happen and people will do this and it's subconscious it's not like we want to do that right but the only way that we can really shift and change that is to really expand our capacity to receive and to feel good and that's why that's again coming back to the system of business models right if we're not like feeling good with all of it we're kind of can be in this rat race and we're going in circles and not really moving forward it's likely because we're not even feeling good all the way through so our subconscious is like no I don't want to um, be more successful than yeah. where we are now because this is just gonna get worse <laughs> yeah 
I love it. Here. I love it. Um, Saber, we are running low on time, but just before we start winding down, what is new earth abundance? Well, I love that question. New <laughs> abundance to me means the fact that we can really be, do, and have it all, right? Where, as before, when I was talking about how I felt like I really had to sacrifice in yeah, order to yeah, have yeah. a creative life, I kind of had to sacrifice my financial freedom or yeah. my time. But for me, it's really new earth abundance is the fact that we actually are limitless beings and we actually have anything that we desire and there's nothing that's not possible for us. So for us to really, like I see the new earth as something that's just so free and full of expansion and allowing us to really live a beautiful full life on our terms however that looks for us and for some people it's not so flashy some people it is flashy some people just want to have more land and grow more food and a hundred percent ours and I think that at the end of the day new earth abundance to me means really having everything that you desire on your terms based on what your soul really came here to do because that's how we've created such a beautiful world at least to this point and it could be that much more beautiful if we all could really step into our limitless potential oh I love that wow that was so beautiful wow Saber what is your favorite book Hmm, my favorite book right now is yeah, it's another money book, actually. And this one I listen to over and over again, because I love her sassiness. And she really, really helped support me um, when I was when I broke up with my mm-hmm. partner. Really. Mm-hmm. It's called Radical Radiance. Okay. Oh, powerful but, title. I love it. Yeah, by Gala Darling. I listened to the audiobook. Um, I bought her course Cash Money Honey. And there's like lots of EFT tapping on money stuff. <sighs> audiobook she's got different abundance breath work and human design and abundance and astrology but like all these different workshops and yeah radical radiance it covers lots about manifestation our relationships uh, community feng shui yeah lots of energy frequency like i just really love her outlook on life and her outlook on on money and abundance and confidence did it help Cash Money Honey, the course? Oh, I actually still do it every day. I've been doing the Cash Money Honey, specifically that course, for yeah. two months now. And I do okay. it every There's like 10-minute taps, and there's also okay. half taps, depending on how much time I have. But have, you seen, have, have you seen the evolution from, from before you purchased it to now? Yeah, certainly, for sure. I was doing a lot of tapping, going into yeah. speaking on stage and everything mm-hmm. too I feel like yeah my nervous system feels like I I can hold a lot more yeah. now I'm also doing yeah. a lot of other work on my nervous system too I'm yeah. working neurofeedback system twice a day that's like it's a whole amazing technology for that it's called neurooptimal but I'm doing a lot of nervous system work and EFT is a big part of it and I'm yeah. noticing that I I have so much going on like I'm doing yeah. two webinars a week I'm hopping on lots of calls. I'm doing mentorships. I'm doing coaching. I'm doing so many different things and I'm not getting headaches like I used to. Yeah. Don't feel burnt out. I don't end the day feeling like a fish. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
feel really, I feel like my capacity to hold is just getting stronger and stronger. So. I love it. I love, I love that you said it because there's another guy I interviewed, Cassidy Ray, and she says, life doesn't get harder. Our toolbox just gets bigger. So we learn to deal with things. And like you're doing the books, the knowledge, the information, the tapping, the courses has allowed you to, in a way, handle things, right? You don't get the headaches. You don't, and, and in a more way, there's a sense of peace that comes with it, right? Um, the first time I did tapping was on a like I interviewed Brad Yates and he is like the tapping I I interviewed him and we did a tapping live session I started crying on 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 the interview like it was my first time and I was like wow this is crazy and it works um Saber what is your favorite movie oh see you know it's actually Maleficent 2 <laughs> yeah I haven't seen it girl I need I need to put it on the to-do list I really love Disney fantasy movies. It just gives me a lot of uh, inspiration, especially because I love fashion. I love modeling. I love yeah. performance art. And yeah, yeah. my gosh, the the beauty of that movie and the costumes and it's like, or Cruella, which is why I love your hair because the new Cruella movie, so good. Yeah. I don't know, toss up between those two. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And if you had a billboard on the side of the highway, what would it say? <laughs> I look up at my vision board right now. It says, keep calm. It's only 100K month. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Wow. I saw, I saw your, I was going through your post because I like to look at my guests post I go through everything and I went to you have 600 posts girl I went to the bottom of it and in one of your first posts it shows the vision board you have a vision board oh I should look at that oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, you have your vision board so it just goes to show that vision boards how important is vision boards for you oh so important I actually have a vision board wall <laughs> it's like now in my office there's like a next to the closet door there's like the whole wall is there with my whiteboard and affirmations and everything so I love, I love it. it it's the visual piece you know like the words that we're seeing the images we're seeing or yeah. things we're speaking or the people we're hanging around with or yeah, yeah, yeah. leaving it's all it's all programming it's all conditioning us you know I love it. I, and especially I love the quote, keep calm. It's only a hundred K month. I absolutely love it because then it, it calms down the nervous system because sometimes we go into shock. It's like, what do you do with so much? So it's like learning to keep calm because once our nervous system is out of sync, we, we start to do odd things, things that we wouldn't do. So it's like no, learning to keep our cool, learning to keep our calm and knowing that it is okay. Like you are worthy of this. Um, yeah. Saber, knowing where you are now, knowing that you was working in the festivals, knowing that you was burnt out, knowing that you was a caregiver, knowing that you worked in KFC and looking at the transformation you have gone through, what advice would you give to your younger self? I would just probably just look her straight in the eye and just ask her the question, is this really what you want to do? <laughs> powerful. Yeah, it's powerful because it comes an element of being real to ourselves, being true to ourselves, being honest, and a sense of reflection as well. Are you in alignment? Like, how do you feel? Like, what is your body saying to you? I love it. Powerful. Saber, tell us about you. Tell us about your socials. Tell us about you and how we can connect and how we can support you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I did start a new TikTok. I... Honestly, oh, I do remember the handle. So 
my other handles, you could just find me my full name, S-A-B-R-E. And then my last name is Bruffy, B-R-U-F-F-Y. And on TikTok, it's Queen Saber Bruffy. Or it might be Queen Saber, one or the other. Anyway, you'll find me Queen Saber. I just started it like last week. I love it. Uh, but that's where you can find me there. I'm mostly active on Facebook and Instagram. But um, I teach classes right now I'm doing two a week this month, but then I'm going to go back to the regular once a week. I do them on Thursdays, 5.30 PM PST usually. Um, and the class is called how to create wealth being yourself on social media. So we talk about the automated high ticket affiliate marketing model. And I really love it because it truly is a model that's good for the people, the planet and profit. So we're a community of conscious entrepreneurs. I love to say the word visionaries, you know, people yeah. who are, into things like breath work, cacao ceremonies, yoga, performance art, artists, healers, coaches, um, people who really just care about being the change makers, right? So we really love empowering people to really tap into ways where they can create a digital asset out of their social media and be able to have multiple streams of income where it really has money working for them so they can really fund their passion projects. We've got a lot of people who you know, are buying land at different places like Guatemala or Nicaragua or Costa Rica or building castles in Bali and retreat centers and these kinds of things. And that's the world that we're really wanting to see people live in is having the resources to do that. So it all obviously starts with having a business model that supports you to do that. So that's what I help people do primarily. And my, my role as a mentor in the online business world space is to really, it's very multifaceted, you know, like I support a lot of people on social media strategy, but then also a lot of the things that we're talking about today, like expanding our capacity yeah. to receive and our nervous system and having living a full yes life. And yeah, yeah. So I teach those classes. There is a link in my bio on Instagram and on Facebook that you can just click. There's a form that you can just like tell me a little bit about why it is that you're really prioritizing creating an income online right now and kind of gives me a little feel about what you're actually looking for. And then we have a conversation and um, yeah, you get to watch the webinar and see how, see how it actually feels. We've got a beautiful community too called the Wealth Warriors. That's about 1400 people right now. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And so then in that community, people can check out other people in, in, our, in our space as well and see all the different walks of life and people who are plugging oh. into it beautiful yeah it is it's truly beautiful because it then becomes a family no matter where you are in the world there will be someone that's there or has gone through similar things and we can share stories and become a community like a family um Saber would you ever start a podcast you know that's one of the things I have on my trajectory for this year I have a couple assistants there's one that I'm training right now and she I'm planning on her doing the repurposing of that I've been building lots of content my plan is yeah. to kind of repurpose my my lives that I do where I'm like interviewing people actually have one that is your content that is your podcast exactly so I'll have I'll have my assistant repurpose them once she gets trained on these other things but yeah it'll be the wealth warriors emporium podcast I officially just did the the wealth warriors emporium is officially a limited liability corporation as of yesterday that's super congratulations congratulations yeah thank you it's definitely going to encompass you know retreats and podcasts and booty shorts and money guns and <laughs> coaching I love it I love it I love it girl would you ever write a book 
Yes, absolutely. I've been really wanting to do that. I really do want to do that. It's just about finding the time that aligns, but that was a big part that helped me through my, my healing journey and foster care was like reading of people who are in foster care, reading people with addiction and deceased parents and how they really worked through it. So yeah, absolutely. Saber, I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on Gentle Touch. Your light shines so bright and your mom lives within you. Like, honestly, like so much light, so much bubbliness, so much love, so much like, you know, you can feel it. Even when I reached out to you and you asked me, what made you reach out? And I was like, girl, I've gone through everything. And it is truly, truly amazing. And um, I was going through, I was going through one of my ex podcast hosts. Like I had a guest on my podcast and he somehow interviewed this other guy. And I went on his out of curiosity and he literally said, like God doesn't burden us with gifts or experiences that we can't handle so you had to go through all them things to now be where you are to empower individuals to make them become comfortable with like becoming a millionaire becoming a billionaire like getting comfortable with just breaking through everything where it be limitations obstacles where it be poverty where it be you know because sometimes when we grow up and to now be to where we are there is so much learning we have to do and sometimes we hold ourselves back or we find that growing or staying in our comfort zone is easy right but sometimes it's like we have to outgrow relationships friendships environments situations jobs job roles expectations where be like something we want and it no longer serves us and it's like knowing that that is okay and we have to trust the path so I wanted to say thank you babe you are truly a boss babe and wishing you a great amazing 2023 and yes keep calm it's only 100k month babes Yes, thank you so much. You almost made me cry. I just feel super, super grateful. Thank you so much for allowing my voice to shine and being able to share my message. It really means a lot. Oh, you're very, very welcome, girl. So that is a wrap on Gentle Touch, honey. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and found this podcast useful. If you did, be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and joining Gentle Touch. I'll see you in the next episode. Want to get in touch? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Link is in the description. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Stay tuned and keep listening. Much love.